This podcast contains deep conversations, ridiculous questions and strong language. Digital Handshake is not responsible for any brain cells lost during the episode. Viewer discretion is advised. Good morning, afternoon or evening, depending on what time it is in the simulation, you're listening to the Digital Handshake podcast where the questions don't make sense and neither do the answers. We are your hosts Craig, Ollie and Brendan. Thanks Craig. As you may have guessed this week, we're talking about the wonders of technology and any latent fears that may or may not stem from it. Is internet dating better than the real thing? Why didn't Y2K happen? Is Craig slowly going to steal our entire podcast to further the robot agenda? Don't think about that last one too hard. We're here with our guest today, Topo. Hello. Hi there. How you doing? I, uh, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I'm again worried about everything you've just brought up, but uh, I'm trying not to think about it. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, that's fair. I think if we just like technology is that kind of thing where when you think about it too hard, you get scared. So you just kind of sideline it and just be like, yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> and just kind of roll like that and just pray. Really, is there like a bit of study on existential technology or what's it called? Existential technophobia. I just coined that. I'm copywriting the shit out of that, mate. <laughs> what if it's already a thing? Then I'm. What if I'm... we're now getting copyright striked? Tech. I don't think it's a thing. Existential <gasps> technophobia is not a thing. And that is also the name of the episode because that is fucking killer. Yeah, that's fucking. It's nice. It flows nicely as well. Existential yeah. technophobia. Yeah, boy. Holy Call shit. Me a scholar. That's big. Call me a That's scholar. Holy love. Well, it is, you know, it's, it's quite appropriate because it is talk like Shakespeare Day. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Scholar. And German beer day. Oh, wait. There's a beer I, day I and a this. German beer day. Ooh. Brendan I almost spit it everywhere. Nice. <laughs> Shakespeare was well known for his uh, technology, as German well, his technological yeah. advancements. Yeah, I heard he was like a brilliant tweeter. Yeah. Mm. I heard Shakespeare actually had a deep learning algorithm that wrote his plays for him. <laughs> That's what they say about the, the monkey with the typewriter. You know, get enough of them and you eventually get a uh, Shakespeare play. Yeah, exactly. That was actually just a, yeah, just an ele- electronic machine that he made. It, it was, was a, it like, was a first, supercomputer. First computer. Yeah. <laughs> Has someone yeah, made AI, like, um... AI that like writes Shakespeare yet? There's got to be, right? There's a... There's something... Oh, what's it called? I think it's called the Library of Babel. Hang that on. sounds cool. Uh, sorry, it's not the Library of Babel. It's the Library of Babel. But um, basically inside of it is every permutation of the English language. Every right. combination of letters and numbers, hyphens, symbols, anything within our language that we can express exists somewhere in there, randomly generated. Ah. Which, so it's literally, it's literally the monkey typewriter thing. But so you can browse it and you can search it. And so you can just type in any kind of like random phrase or anything that comes to mind. And there is like a book somewhere stored within this library that has that bit written inside of it. Alongside a bunch of like that. And then just like your (laughs) statement just slap bang in there perfectly written out. Which is terrifying. So it writes these books. It writes these books itself. And then you can... 
Yeah, so everything in there exists, like, in the thing. Okay. In the library of babel.info, and then you can search, and then just type in, hello, my name is Steve, and then it will, at some point, find an exact match, titled K-U-M-H-M-S-L-B-F, comma, J-R-J-G-K-C-T-B, page 234, and just on that page, it just says, Hello, my name is Steve. <laughs> On page 234. And then the next page says uh, it's just complete fucking nonsense on the next page. But just oh, nice. on that one page, it's just blank space and then just hello, my name is Steve. But so every, you know, any ideas you have exists somewhere inside there. Terrifying, isn't it? <laughs> Dude, this is cool. I'm going to bookmark this and have a play around. Yeah, right. It's so weird. It you would it blah, blah blah blah. You have a better chance of winning the lottery than you do finding a written statement just randomly browsing the books. Really? What the fuck? Yeah. There's got to be some sort of like copyright issue somewhere, like loophole or something to do with well, that. Especially now with Article Thirteen. Ooh. Mm, that's a good point. I don't know though, but it's just it's so weird to think that exists though. And it's just like, and that's just like one thing on the internet as well. There's just like so much random shit that we just don't need or like shouldn't have. Yep. Like the dancing the whole... prawn website. Yeah. It's like, oh, who who is it that says it in Jurassic Park? Like, we were so caught up on wondering if we could that we never stopped to ask if we should. Not yeah. exactly that it's, phrase. It's but... Jeff Goldblum's line. I can't remember exactly. Is it can't Jeff remember the uh, characters? Line. Yeah. 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 But that whole thing, I feel like. At some point now, we've got to that. Which kind of leads me to my question. Uh, have we become too dependent on technology? Just, you know, like, in general. Yeah, I think so, definitely. Yeah, um, I just... It's, I it's get this just there day to day. Yeah, right? Like, I, th I think I mentioned it to you, like, in passing the other day. But I would actually just, like, shit myself if I, did, if I left my house with, like, without my phone, you know? Yeah. Like... It's just there all the time. You just have it. There are some people that, like, now... I mean, like, cars start with the press of a button. You have some people that actually have, like, RFID chips implanted into them to open the door to their house. That's fucking Wait, weird. Wait, what? Yeah. Dude. There's, like, uh, he's got, like, a smart lock on his house, and then he's, like, implanted a chip in his wrist that he, like, waves in front of the smart lock, and it unlocks the door for him. That's fucking crazy. What if he moves yeah. house? <laughs> I got, got a special tip for you don't move house <laughs> yeah he has to live there forever now oh, his, house, his house burns down he's, he's just stuffed imagine if oh, he yeah, sold it and he had to like carve the RFID chip out of his fucking head. Like <laughs> he's like yep here's the RFID chip so he, he yeah he sells it but he doesn't say that he's got it in his wrist so he can just turn up whenever he wants so they just see a smart lock and are like, oh, where's the chip for it? He's like, oh, I lost it. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't exist. Know. Just open the door. <laughs> He's just hiding his hand behind his back. No, I lost it. Uh... <laughs> yeah, my hand got cut like... off. <laughs> you can get them in, like, rings. People make rings and stuff, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, like the rings. Like the RFID. RFID is, like, so awesome. But at the same time, it's kind of terrifying. It's why some people recommend putting, uh, when you go through like a really, really crowded place like Manchester or London or something like that, some people recommend actually putting your 
uh, like credit cards, debit cards, things like that with like important information inside like a metal case. Yeah. Because there are people that just walk around like in their pockets. They have like scanners that can do like chip and pin and things like that. And so they can yeah. just get money from you in passing because they walk past and it scans through your wallet. So they recommend yeah. having it in like metal cases and things like that to stop this like cybercrime shit happening. There's no way like when they started rolling out contactless, there's no way they didn't think that people would do that, right? Well, I think that's the whole point though because contactless is like up to £30, right? And like you have like yeah, a set amount of uses a day. Because I know on like Google Pay... I don't know how... There must be a setting for it, but on mine, I don't have to fingerprint to do it. And it kind of huh? scares me. Maybe and you also I think get a fingerprint Go- setting for it. I don't, I, I've been trying to find it, but... like, And I also think <laughs> Apple Pay doesn't have the £30 limit either. Or Google Pay. I don't know if Apple does or not, but... So what do you do then? How do you use it? You just open it and then it's... Well, yeah. it's not even that. Like, if my... I just wake my phone screen up and it will work. That's... But like, when I'm not, I I've just resorted to when I'm not near, uh, or when I'm not gonna pay for something, I just turn the like NFC thing off. That's fair. But like, still, I kind of want my fingerprint just... to have to be used to buy stuff, you know. <laughs> when I'm yeah. just walking through the countryside, I make sure my NFC is disabled because I doubt a farmer's gonna approach me and I'm gonna have to use my <laughs> Google Pay. Dude, RFID cows would be next from. level. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean by RFID cows? <laughs> like, right, you, you implant a cow with RFID chip, yeah? Don't they usually just have, like, tags in their ears? Yeah, but, like, think this about is the next how level. easy... Right, right okay. they Like, when they walk into the milk place, yeah? Okay. I'll like, let you, you put a I'll gate let you on the milk I just place. had a really fucking banging idea. But I'll <laughs> let you finish. <laughs> you, could, you could, uh... If you put a gate on the milk thing... Yeah. And then the cows walk up to the gate and it just automatically opens because skill. Because the cows have RFID chips implanted yeah. in them. Yeah. And then they walk to like, I don't know how intelligent cows are. I'm pretty sure they're like kind of smart. They're like designated numerical value location. Yeah. And then if they're on the wrong place, like. It doesn't open? It like treadmills them backwards. <laughs> so right? they always get to the right place. So it's farmerless milking, mate. I, the- Copyrighted. I just want to point out, farmless milking already exists. Alright, don't do this to me. Don't destroy my dreams. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> Thanks. I, I was thinking, um, have like barcodes, but like, you know when you brand cows, just brand them with a barcode <laughs> and then like scan them from their brand. And it's like, oh yeah, this one, beep, 50 quid. <laughs> like, <laughs> so you can just sell the entire cow, like... From yeah, the barcode. Exactly. They've already got like the pattern on them, the black and white. You could just breed them until it becomes a barcode. Oh, <laughs> that is it. That's it. You start like interbreeding with like zebras or something. Cows. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I love that. That's such a good idea. You got to write to the agricultural council or something and get this idea in motion. <laughs> the agricultural council. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to imagine it's a bunch of farmers just sat around in dungarees with pitchforks, just, just like, well, what are we going to do about them barcode cows? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, Fucking hell. Oh, but yeah. my God. <laughs>
But to answer your question, yeah, I do think we've got too dependent on technology. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I've got my, I can't say its name, my Amazon Echo device here, which uh, literally lit up in, in the last sentence I said. Um, okay, Google. right. Um, of mine. Okay, <laughs> Google. Yeah. It, yeah, um, I mean, I was going to get one of the uh, like light bulbs that you can connect up to it. Oh yeah, yeah. So that you can like the change the, the color and stuff and the Mood Yeah, I like I haven't touched a light switch in months. What the fuck? It's pretty nice. What well, I have that? it set as well. Like, um, do you know IFTT or whatever it's called? The app. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like that. If I have my location on, like once I connect to my home Wi-Fi, after a certain time, it'll auto- like automatically turn my light on. Right. Like it's really cool. And I'm glad I've got it because I can just like say, you know, hey, not exert an extra off, one but... second of energy to just flip a light switch. You can do it from like oh, in bed though and stuff. And yeah, like, I'm, I'm really bad at getting up in the mornings. I feel like I've really taken it for granted because right by my bed where I sleep, there's a giant pull cord that I use to turn the light on and off. So I don't like have to yeah. get up to do my light. So I feel like I've kind of taken the whole kind of thing for granted in that respect. But because the actual the the switch at my door doesn't work, the pull cord is the only one that works. The fucking lights. <laughs> I have to be in bed to turn my light on. <laughs> Even Just, still, though, like these lights are wicked cool. Like I'm really yeah. glad I got one. But then, like even that, like five years ago, I could never have like imagined being able to turn my light on and off like using my voice, let yeah. alone doing it from my bed. Yeah, and like different settings as well. Like it's not just on and off. It's like I can have any like sort of shade I want or anything. It's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty weird, really. Like when you think about it, just kind of like how far technology has progressed. Like it's it's exponentially scaling. Like in comparison to how it was, you know, fifty years ago to ten years ago. Well, even then, like imagine the phones that everyone had when we were in school. Yeah, like fucking. And then like Sony Walkmans, like fucking Sony Ericsson W three nine fives or whatever they were. Yeah, fucking what were they Bluetooth called? thing um, IAs to each other. LG, <laughs> LG Pop or something. Days. Everything was uh, Alan and the Chipmunks as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking hell, yeah. It was Nightcore before Nightcore existed. <laughs> Bluetooth thing songs. I didn't know how much I like missed that until you just said it. <laughs> <laughs> That, even that though, that is like that is mental. How you can just like send a song to someone. Yeah. I mean, not now, but like back then, like it was always when you got like a, when you got on like a bus and you'd always like turn the Bluetooth on and see who had the funny name or like they changed <laughs> yeah. the name to a teacher and you'd be like, what the fuck? Our teachers on Bluetooth. And yeah. you think for four seconds, it's like, oh no, wait, someone's just changed their name. Ha <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and like now, just it's it's terrifying it's all getting too good <laughs> the whole there's gotta be thing. a limit though right like, like there's a limit of how good it gets before it just it becomes pointless it's well, gonna I'd, yeah. I'd argue that light switches that you control with your voice from your bed has already kind of gone past the whole useless thing you know yeah i mean that's insanely useful like i i, I save like five seconds a day you know how <laughs> all that time is <laughs> yeah exactly no, but like that's yeah. the. I suppose it is becoming to a point where it's more just what people want rather than what they need. 
Yeah, we're just we're very slowly turning into the people from Wally that are just going to be like yeah. carting yeah. around our super trolleys, like fat beyond belief with no bone structure, gelatinous blobs. <laughs> I can't wait for that. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, to be honest. It's like, what more could our phones do for us now, really? Kill a man on command. I, the one, <laughs> I guess. I guess. I mean, I was just, yeah. just going to gloss over that. But... <laughs> no, no, no. Let's shed some light on what I said. Yeah, yeah. Computer kill. <laughs> like... <laughs> We're into well, sci-fi right, so robots. Now. Robots can't kill. That's the whole, the whole point of. They're not able to harm. That's Isaac Asimov or something, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard of automated drone strikes? <laughs> well, that's, yeah. not, that's human controlled. Th- oh, no, it's not, is it? Well, it's humans, like, <laughs> it's human programmed. But we programmed robots to kill. Yeah, but not us, other people. This is, yeah, them. AI can't kill people. Right. Yet. Yeah, it should, well, that's, yeah, that's one of the laws, is that AI can't kill. But. Oh. The law of robotics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it could... I suppose it could learn, eventually. You just have to tell it no. I mean, I no guess killing. at some point Bad. it would probably just kill, right? Like... <laughs> yeah. There's, there's got to be quite a few people. That, it's, been, it's been covered over. and. Uh... Yeah. I feel like we're still eons away from any kind of robot uprisings. Please, praise be to Craig. Um, but <laughs> yeah. Please don't kill us, Craig. Just yeah, um, but <laughs> he's slowly taking over the podcast as well. So I'm, I'm sweating bullets right now. I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> he's just ominously sat here staring at us right now, and it's <laughs> forget about it. Um, Craig, you're doing a great job. I appreciate you. We love you, Craig. We do love you, Craig. This um, podcast like wouldn't function without him. To be fair, yeah, it quite literally wouldn't. But um, yeah, like. I just kind of feel the robot uprising's quite a while away, but I feel like we're just going to become, like, techno-slaves in, like, ten years' time. Like, yeah, music, you know, techno-music. It'd be even back less than that for, like, um, automated jobs, though. That's in the next, like, few years, I think. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, pretty much car assembly is now entirely robotic, isn't it? Yeah. Which is... But even yeah. then, like... Oh, it's only a matter of time before, you know, like Amazon shipping, like, bits and all that sort of thing. I feel like that's Jeff Bezos' wet dream. What, yeah. What was happening Imagine how the... much more money he'd make. There was the Amazon drones. Are they an actual thing, or are they, in like, cities. still... I... I thought it was, like, an April Fool's joke, and then they were like, hang on, this could actually be a good idea. No, I think it was, like, real, but... I think it started as an April Fool's joke, and then Bezos was like, why is it a joke, though? Let's actually do it. I'm like, yes, Lord Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon drones. Delivery system. Yes, oh, it's it currently in development. It's uh, called Prime okay. Air. I think I, I remember seeing a news article, because you know, like, Bezos and his wife are going through a big divorce at the moment. She's getting, like, yeah. quite a large amount of money. It's $36 billion. Yeah, someone worked out uh, Bezos would have to work for nine seconds to get that money back. Really? Mm. There's no way he makes 36 billion in nine seconds. <laughs> yeah, right. There's <laughs> not enough money to support that, right? Just Maybe 10 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> right. 15 at a push. Yeah. 
But I just like to quite imagine kind of like how that works, you know, like he walks into like the boardroom after like nine years, like, oh, it's Jeff. And he's like, do something, guys. And then just leaves again. <laughs> <laughs> Make money for me, please. Yeah. Yeah, just goes back into cryosleep again. <laughs> Returns to cryosleep and has his like fucking Bezos-esque cyborg continue piloting around, <laughs> pretending to be him. <laughs> it woke him up gave him the brief that's why he and his wife got divorced because she thought he became distant because it's actually a robot bezos impersonating him so he does like, the real yeah. yeah the real bezos has no idea that all this is going on he's still yeah. he's still just sleeping through all this and the uh, cyborgs just doing it all for him i'd like to imagine the cyborg woke him up so he had to go <laughs> into the boardroom and kind of like talk to the board of directors because he hasn't been seen for like 10 years because they kn- the android knows they'd sniff him out immediately if it wasn't the real bezos <laughs> so he comes out and like jeff you look a lot younger do work bye <laughs> goes off back into cryo sleep for another 10 years sorted <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how far away actual cryo sleep is. For for the layman, not Jeff Bezos, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think by the end of our lifetime, it will be be around. Fingers crossed, because then I can mm. you know freeze myself until like a really good year rolls around. <laughs> year three thousand. Yeah, it's meant to be a good year. Not yeah. much has changed, but. They do live underwater. I'd really love to just cryosleep to the year 3000 <laughs> as like a 93-year-old man get out and just be like, not much has changed, and then just die. Just right there and then. Like, I have <laughs> oh lived shit, my they life. don't breathe oxygen anymore. Yeah, what? Yeah, we, will they have evolved think, to live underwater? Or is it they've just changed the now? environment to support them living underwater? Well, I'd like to imagine that we probably live mm. underwater because of global warming. So Yeah. We also, your great granddaughter's like pretty fine. So she right. is pretty fine. Mm. It's just di- giant domes that we just kind of put around cities, and then we just kind oh, of... like in that Star Wars, uh, the one with Jar Jar Binks in it. Yeah, like that one. Yeah, Phantom Menace. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, like that. Like fucking weird bubble cities underwater. That'd be kind of good fun. Like I'm kind of bored of the like Earth already. <laughs> I've just, I'm bored of existing, really. It's too much I air. Want us to live in domes. Not existing. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just bored of trees and shit, you know? What? I see them all the time. I've had 20 years of seeing a tree, man. I kind of want something like else. I feel like I'd get cabin fever if I lived inside a gigantic dome. Well, I mean, you can leave. It's just where you sleep. Okay, but... If you leave the dome, where do you go? Yeah, what, you just go for Outside. a swim? Yeah. Is there still water everywhere, or is this? Uh, are you talking about like just now? You just want to wake up tomorrow and just be in a dome? Oh no, that'd be horrible. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just like... But when we're underwater, there's no pressure <laughs> that the dome cracks and we all drown to death. No, that's fine. Yeah, that's like dome almost... above ground. Fuck that. Dome below ground. Bang it. Simpsons movie style dome. Okay. If it's that if it's that big, I could probably deal with that. I'll be honest, I was thinking Simpsons style dome the second I mentioned <laughs> domes. Like... <laughs> but, like, if I get my own, like, personal dome, nah, fuck that. What you, personal dome? What, just, like, around your house? Yeah, that'd be awful. That would suck, just because yeah. of how much fucking dome-to-dome, like, transitioning you'd have to do if everyone lived in their own little dome, you know? Yeah, would it have to be, like, um, 
shit what's the uh sandy from spongebob where she like fucking does all that shit before she goes oh in. the tree does yeah yeah she's yeah. got there's a lot of uh a lot of stuff to do between going in and out of her house yeah that would yeah. suck it would take like 20 minutes just to go next door assuming other people lived in these domes of course mm. yeah what assuming if like you the twist is you're the only man left alive living in a dome at the bottom of the ocean you never realized do you get a dog yeah, also the film's called I Am Legend. <laughs> <laughs> it ends really well for the dog. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I find the cure for the mer people was that you were the monster all along. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like if you were born into it, you'd think you were the only one alive, but then you wouldn't be able to be born. So I don't know how that works. <laughs> oh, Wait. I was about to trip you up on that. <laughs> Wait, so if you're, if you're on your own personal dome, yep. do you not live with your family then? Is this just you want a personal dome to yourself? No, I can't. Well, assuming be on my he's own the only one left alive, it would be a personal dome. Yeah, mm. with my dog. With your dog, yeah. And my robo lights. Your robo so I can talk to I can talk to my like assi- uh, assistant. I'll say Alexa because then it won't trip my Google one off. But <laughs> on Google, yeah, <laughs> bitch is listening now. I'm gonna get Alexa ads for like the next three weeks. Jesus yeah right <laughs> who's Alexa yeah so you just have like so you just have like a school you have like a robot assistant a dog and these lights that kind of talk to you yeah where it just says okay turning lights on but that's the, the only thing it does the... it just turns the lights on and off no just on <laughs> just on okay <laughs> yep so once it, like once you make the mistake of trying to talk to it your lights are on forever <laughs> hey Alexa, how are you doing? Lights on. Oh. No, 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 fuck. Fuck's sake. I had it when I first came to halls at uni. Uh, one of my friends head butted my light switch and the kind of like buttons for the lights, you know, like the little flip switches, right? They yeah, fell yeah. behind the paneling. Oh. Because he head butted it so hard. I don't know why he head butted it, but the end result was I could not turn my lights off. It was like a week as well, wasn't it? Yeah, and when you turn the bathroom light on, there's like a, this extractor fan that goes at the same time, and it's really fucking loud. And so for a whole like weekend, I just had to sit there with it, like staring up at an on light switch, like just staring <laughs> at a light beaming down on me while I hear my extractor fan just in the background. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can sleep through this. <laughs> and then on Monday, I went and like went down to the office and spoke to the people, and then like the maintenance man came up and fixed it. And then it was like, you do know that we're twenty four hour, right? So you could have just called us five minutes after this went wrong, and we could have sorted it for you. I was very sad when he said that's that. not the thing to say after you've been through that ordeal. He should be more mm-hmm. sensitive. Exactly. Exactly. Mind say that, but then it took them like five days to fix my shower. Nice. So the twenty four hour shower. But... It's just yeah. gravity water. <laughs> well, I didn't have any water. That was the issue. Oh shit! Yeah, I just had the gravity bit, and then just yeah, sink. get a bucket, chuck it up in the air, and then run under where the water's gonna land. <laughs> well, I didn't mean like quite that. You know, just pour the bucket over you. Really, that's no fun. We don't need to go for the extra step. <laughs> I feel like we don't really need gravity to be. Well, we do need gravity to work in that situation, but I feel like you don't need to launch the water into the air to have it pour down on you. You know, it would yeah, be fun just, though. Don't get me wrong. It would, and you get your uh, workout in at the same time. Yeah. Oh, should mm. we? Uh, 
Should we get on to fake news? Because I've just yes. missed the time. Holy fuck. Wait, what is the time? We're oh, shit, okay, yeah. In. We are 20 right. minutes in. It's called fake news. Yeah, we solve a lot of problems. All right, this is fake news. In fake, uh, news. fake news, for anyone that's not aware, we get two articles, one of which is from our most reliable favourite news source, The Onion, and the other is from uh, another news website that's semi-reliable. Not that any of them are 100%, but still. Uh, and we chat about it, and Ollie and the guests figure out which one is the real one and which one is the fake one. We duke it out to see who can yeah. come out on top. Definitely. In gladiatorial combat. Yep. Topo, can you do me the honour of choosing a number out of one or two? Uh, I'll go one. Okay. Two ones on the trot. We're doing well. Yeah. All right, so... FBI brands Apple as jerks for making iPhones too difficult to crack. <laughs> oh. um, One, hang on, I'll, I'll read the article a bit if you want, okay. if you okay, want some sure. more info. One FBI official who has become so frustrated with Apple's iPhone security has described its products as the work of an evil genius. <laughs> the technology giant, which has sold billions of products has made it increasingly difficult to break into iPhones, claiming it keeps customers safe from hackers. But government officials say these measures are getting in the way of justice by blocking potential evidence from suspected criminals. Can't read. Was that I can't read part of the article? Nope. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, it can be if you want. Excellent. If it helps you make you. a decision. Yes, it would. That was, okay. part of, that was part of his quote. He just wanted to get it in before the interview yeah. was over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe if i say it right at the end they won't really listen to it <laughs> Can't really. so apple tldr apple make iphones harder to hack fbi mad so yeah like i like to imagine the conversation there it's like hey apple you're assholes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what why are your phones so hard to hack i know they had a thing i don't know how long it was probably a couple of years ago where uh they were saying there was a lot of sort of cases, court cases about about this kind of thing. And they were just yeah. saying about uh, being able to actually get into them and access the information on them and where the, how far they could go, how much they could access while it's still being allowed, I guess. Um, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Would it count as like an obstruction of justice if Apple's security was so good the FBI couldn't get into a criminal's phone? Like, I think it's only obstruction, obstruction of, justice, of justice, like, during a court trial. Right. So they'd have to have all the evidence before they went to trial anyway. But doesn't it happen in, like, some cases? Hang on. I'm, I'm just going to Google obstruction of justice because I probably got it wrong. Obstruction of justice. Oh, no, yeah, it's prosecutors, so yeah. That's fair, then. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't be obstruction of justice, then. Mm. I guess it's like um, what's it called? It's like withdrawal of evidence or something. Not withdrawal, but with destruction of held <laughs> with withholder withholding of of withholding. <laughs> Got it eventually. <laughs> with camping, <laughs> New Hampshire. That's it. <laughs> New Hampshire of evidence. There's one. There's one uh, New Hampshire, and then another one just for the evidence. Correct. Yeah. The New Hampshire. It's the New Hampshire of evidence, really. Like. 
the fuck does that mean? It's the New Hampshire of evidence, dude. It just becomes the, the new bee's the knees. And what's the other article? The other article is... Rolex unveils new diving cuckoo clock capable of working up to 3,000 metres underwater. A cuckoo clock? Yeah, I've got yep. a few questions already. So. <laughs> right, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> right, so, a diving cuckoo clock? Yep. Well, it, the cuckoo clock doesn't do the diving itself. I mean, it can be taken down to tell the time when it's a divers clock are down. Divers. <laughs> but but why, why a cuckoo clock? Why St- Style points. I mean, it's Rolex too, so if you want to like... Dude looks at his watch, he's like, nah, fucking roll out the Rolex cuckoo clock, Yeah, dude. flex to all the sharks. Yeah, they're like, it fucking, you know, comes down, they're like, oh shit, it's seven o'clock. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> like, underwater. What on earth? Well, I imagine Who's... if you're diving, you're pretty deep. If you, especially if you're deep down, it's going to be pretty dark down there. Mm. Yeah. You know, you're probably going to want a digital display, not yep. a wooden one. Yeah, but I'm assuming it's not wooden, but that's what I'm imagining. Yeah, I mean, it looks pretty wooden to me in the picture. Okay, (laughs) but maybe it's waterproof wood, you know, like fancy. Yeah, maybe they're just using like a, a, you know, a cuckoo clock, just you know, as they exist. But that isn't actually the Rolex (laughs) one, you know. Or it's a full size one in a dome. Clock looks like here's the Rolex one. (laughs) (laughs) Right, um, the article's pretty short, but I'll. I'll read the quote at the bottom, just for some more info. When you buy a Rolex Perpetual Cuckoo Submariner... Where did I say? Yeah, I did say that, I don't know. Mariner? Mariner. Submariner, maybe. Submariner. Submergible big clock. (laughs) (laughs) Submergible big clock. (laughs) As opposed to submergible small clocks. Yeah, exactly. You know you're getting the most durable, highest quality clock available and one that will long outlast others in its class. Rolex also announced that the clock would make its public debut in the next James Bond film. <laughs> I really like the fact they said, like, it's the best in its class. Like, there are other competing for submergible cuckoo clocks. Like, Your that's Casio. a wholly contended thing, you know? Casio just banging their fists on the table. We were so oh, close! Fuck. Yeah. Ours <laughs> only goes to 2,900! Fuck! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, it, it just can't... How big is it? <laughs> Do you want a photo? Is it? I, I mean, yeah, sure. I'll, uh... I mean, it's, prob- it's probably not... It's probably, like, marketing photo, so it's not... Like a real photo, but she's got a real cuckoo in it. It's just a, yeah. it's, a it's it's a clock with a cuckoo inside of it. <laughs> Why though? <laughs> just... Oh, okay. So is this not attached to the person? Like, I like mean, a watch, be. or is it? You could like carabiner. I feel it like it's like separate apparatus, it. right? Or yeah, they like put it on a carabiner and like drag it around. Yeah. And they're like little fucking aqua scooters. Floaty bit, <laughs> floaty big about, clock. It, <laughs> about up to 3,000 meters below, <laughs> below water. <laughs> okay, that's the thing. Like, if they took it to 3,001 meters, would it break? Maybe. I think that's when, in testing, they've started having problems, maybe. Yeah, like yeah. it stops or working, like, maybe. And then at 4,000 like, meters, it just shatters completely. Yeah. Maybe at like 3,029 or something, but that didn't sound as good, so they just put it at 3,000. 3,069. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, that sounds better. So. And four twenty. I just, I, I can't believe the clock. I, I. It just. Why the next James Bond movie as well? Because <laughs> James Why Bond is in need of a cuckoo clock. Like I'm trying to figure out a scenario where, in a James Bond film, he finds himself up to three thousand meters below water and needs a cuckoo clock right, to how tell about him the time. All right, they're gonna hire me on the next writer for this. You ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. So he's just uh, he's Fade just in. finished a car chase. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Along the coastal path. Uh-huh. And he he's looking in his rearview mirror, not paying attention. Okay. And he swerves out of the way of a loose RFID cow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? And he, he, like, jumps a cliff straight into the ocean, yeah? And at this point, Alexa turns his headlights off. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa's got the headlights off, because you don't okay. need them underwater. Mm-hmm, yeah. And he's sinking gradually. But... J- just before he goes in, is he like, Alexa, deploy the clock? <laughs> yeah. No, his clock's just in his passenger seat. That's okay, the problem. Right. Oh, okay. right. That's what he was getting back from the bad He's... guys, yeah? Okay, so the bad guys stole the Rolex clock. Yeah. This okay. this this James Bond is, like, s- supported entirely by Rolex. So the entire <laughs> story revolves around Rolex. But he's also driving an Aston Martin, because you have to be driving an Aston Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a James yeah. Bond film. They made a deal about that, so the Aston Martin could still be in it. Yeah. So uh, he's normally he's got a submarine car, but it's broken because Alexa's useless. Right. Yeah. Right. So he's just, but he's still like no water's coming in. So he's just like sat there, and he needs the cuckoo clock to like count how many days he's been underwater for. Right. <laughs> how many days? So he marks on the roof. <laughs> he marks on the roof <laughs> with a sharpie how many days he's been trapped in his car underwater. Okay. <laughs> so I have one issue with this. Yeah. When he inevitably breaks out for the start of the third act of the film, right? It's yeah. like the downtrodden hero. Because I imagine yeah. this is the end of the second act, right? This is yeah. the entire second yeah. act. Yeah. <laughs> this is when it disappears. And so then, the like, cuckoo clock went missing at the start of act one, or like the end of act one. And then he spends act two getting the clock back. And then the end of it, he crashes into the ocean with the clock, right? Yeah. How is he going to prove how long he was under there for? Because the Sharpie is just going to wear off. When it comes into contact with water. No, the car's dry, mate. Don't worry about it. Okay, so how how does he get out? He doesn't. You made that bit. I, my story, he just, but... just dies in the Aston Martin at the bottom of the ocean. It's not a James Bond movie. <laughs> That's, it's, the, it's the very last James Bond movie. Jesus going out of style. Wait, are they getting a new a new actor for this one? Yeah. The next one? Like another new be. actor, or... uh, so he's Matt just Smith. he's just gonna have one. Because isn't like Idris Elba gonna be the next James Bond? Yeah, but I don't want Idris Elba to die in a James Bond. So yeah, so it has to be like. So you're killing off Matt Smith instead. Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Bang I quite him. like that. Yeah. He's James Bond <laughs> now. This one's yeah, called been... um, James Bond. Should have bought some breathing apparatus. Yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. That's, that's catchy. No, 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 no. Like... James Bond 700 or whatever they're on. Wish I'd learned how to swim. But he swims in previous ones. <laughs> yeah, but this is a different James Bond. This is Michael Sarah, he can't swim. Yeah, no, my bad. Of course, it's a different James Bond. And this one, he can't swim. Well, what's the opposite of a Bond? James, separate. <laughs> Wish I'd learned how to swim. 
I like how his first name is still James. <laughs> Why is he still James in that case? All right, what's the, all right, Sam Edge, split. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I'd learned how to swim. Well, is it still is it still the same? Is it still an action film, or are we going with like yeah, a yeah. teen teen comedy? Oh, instead of growing... Aston Martin, he drives a Honda. <laughs> Coming of age film, yeah. where the main character drowns in a car and dies. <laughs> also, there's vampires because that's what teens like, right? Yeah, that's what he steals <laughs> elf of. <laughs> so. You guys know when those ridiculous films come out and you're like, how the fuck did that ever get out of the writing room? Yeah. I feel like Shark we've just Nado. kind of shown how that happens, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> we started with a rather tame plot for a film that just wanted to get some like Rolex underwater clock action and now all of a sudden it's a coming-of-age film where the vampire teen drowns in a car that crashes in the ocean. He's also <laughs> called Sam Edge Separate. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> I just like how his name is Savage. <laughs> it's Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah, because Savage is James Backwards, isn't it? Oh! I didn't get that. I thought it was just some sort of like Indian name or something. <laughs> I just just want to point out if he's called Samage, we should probably just call him Nob as like his last name. It's like the person born. Oh my god. Samage. Oh, what have we done? What on earth? Holy so, guys, right, so, just remember, um, uh, 2021, Sam Edge, separate, coming to the, coming to a film studio, <laughs> coming to a cinema near you. The best coming-of-age story ever written. The, fir- the first film's called My Mum Tried to Make Me Get Swimming Lessons, But I Wanted to Play Fortnite. And yes. then the, sequ- <laughs> the sequel is called Shit, Wish I'd Really Learned How to Swim. <laughs> and then we get Sam Edge, and then we get the film where he drowns. <laughs> so... In the yeah, trilogy, in the films. Sam Edge trilogy, the, we don't have the, we don't have the Hollywood budget. They're only half an hour apiece. Uh, we have the budget <laughs> to get Michael Sarah. Yeah, that's where the it for budget went. That's where all the budget went. Oh no, that's from the Rolex sponsor money. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Rolex really just funded the third film. To be honest. <laughs> all right, so um, oh which god. one do you think is real? Because we're still on fake news. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, just so this film can see the light of day, I want the Rolex one to be real. So I'm going to say the Rolex one is real and the FBI okay. one is fake. Okay. I'm I'm going to have to go the other way around. I, I can't see the Rolex underwater cuckoo clock being a I real can't, thing. I can't see it being real either, but I want it to so badly for Samage <laughs> separate sake, you know? Oh, my God. oh shit. The, uh, the Rolex one. Is fake. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm glad I I'm glad I got it right, but at the same time, I'm disappointed. Yeah, I'm sad that Sam Edge will never see the light of day. Now. <laughs> I mean, oh. we can still develop this. There's nothing we stopping can. us. 
but we just need some other product placement from Rolex that isn't mm. an underwater cuckoo clock, water resistant up to 3,000 meters. How about an underwater <laughs> hat? Isn't that just a hat? It's just a hat! Yeah, but it's wet. It's <laughs> a bad hat! <laughs> Oh, fuck. Alright. Let's stop talking about underwater things before Brendan just kind of pushes the yeah. fabric of reality. Okay, How about we point's... have underwater water? <laughs> Alright, oh the points. Okay, Ollie yep. still stands at 0.2 plus husky. Okay, yep. The guests now are 0.2 plus creeper plus samage separate. <laughs> So, Ollie, you need to step your game up. <laughs> Excellent. Is that like the feature-length trilogy? Like the yeah. Sam Edge separate trilogy? <laughs> yeah. Box set. That's the word I was yeah. looking for, the box set. <laughs> We've, we managed to separate three acts into three films, so... <laughs> yeah, now we just got to get the funding and we're sort yeah. of... I'll I'm ask still... my good old friend Harvey Weinstein or Stein I'm still or just not a fan <laughs> of the fact that he drowns. <laughs> like... Yeah, but then, right, in the next... Uh, the fourth one, like 10 years he down the road, because people are begging for it. Yeah. It goes, Sam Edge separate, number four. Ah, fuck you, I did learn to swim. <laughs> Sam Edge separate, part four. I have gills. <laughs> <laughs> Question Sam mark. Sam Edge separate will return. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the stinger, July 2039. Like Sam Edge separate will return. As a drowned corpse. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have to pay Michael Sarah this for this one. Oh my god. Yeah. He just got Holy a bloated fuck. dead man. It just turns into a snuff film at that point, I feel. Mm. We just actually drowned Michael Sarah. No, let's not do that. He's an international treasure. He is. God bless him. God bless right. Michael Right, I feel Sarah. like we need to steer away from this before we just talk about <laughs> our fucking film idea for the rest of the show. Okay, okay, alright. So, what... Like, technology, do you want to see become commonplace in, like, your lifetime? I, I know exactly exactly what this is for me. It's the it. thing I was really, really disappointed that didn't take off, and the Google the Glass. Basically engineered cat girls. I mean, there is, there is that. <laughs> okay. But the whole Google Glass thing, I, I really oh, want, yeah, like, yeah. Wearable, wearable tech that you can just sort of like, especially stuff that you've not, not even like glasses, just have it in front of your face, but no one else can see it. Yeah, that, that would be so be cool. Yeah, cool. I like that one. That is a good one. I want I to be able to. I, I just want to be able to walk around and sort of do my day to day without having to like get my phone out of the pocket and things. And you can still have things in both hands while, uh, while sort of like I don't know, looking at your calendar or whatever. Yeah. Because that, that's all I do on my on my phone these days. Yeah, just look just at my calendar. Calendar app. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no events. I just, I just I like look at it days. and pray yeah. that one day maybe I'll look at it and it, just something will appear. Just like, oh yeah, I got that on Friday. Nice. One day people will want to do something with me. <laughs> yeah. And maybe if I have both my hands free, <laughs> that'll work out. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, hit me up. I can check my calendar without use of my hands. <laughs> that's that's pretty good, to be fair. I think just teleportation. I'd just love to see that. 
in my lifetime. Right, here's a question though. Okay. Because, like, in order to teleport, right, you'd have like we have to be broken down to like a molecular level. Are you talking level, about right? the whole we wouldn't be us on the other side because we're dead? Well, that, but I think we would be. Still. Right. Because like. I guess it depends on how it works. Like, yeah, you'd like, be a copy or whatever, but you're still... Yeah, because you, yeah. it's, like... Because technically, it, like, takes, like, a copy of you and then, like, prints you out the other side, but vaporizes the other one. Yeah. Because so how are things, like... Things like memories, how are they stored? Are they actually, like, physical things that are stored? Or yeah, are you they... have to uh, change have, the hard drive uh, out every a, month yeah, to make sure you got <laughs> We actually just have a hard drive, just firmly shoved in our brains <laughs> it just does that's what prostate exams are spoiler alert they don't oh. actually prostate exams they just have to change the hard drive so the doctor has a really long arm that he shoves into your ass goes all the way up through your body and changes the hard drive in your head no it's stored in the ass for like easy access right <laughs> so <laughs> memories aren't stored in the brain they're no, no, no. In a hard the memories in your ass. <laughs> the memories are stored in the brain, but the the like they're backed up. Actual to a hard storage drive in is in your ass. The large intestine is just one big cable. That... Yeah, it's SATA three. I guess this gives credence to the saying "fuck their brains out." Yeah, yeah, but it's mm. more. Well, no, it's more. It's like "fuck their storage device out." Yeah, but that doesn't quite <laughs> sound as good, does it? No. I'm gonna I'm fuck going your to HDD fuck so the hard, hard drive out of your ass that's planted there to store our memories. Like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't quite roll off the tongue. It'll be like, oh, I'll give it to NVMe. All <laughs> 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 right, so um, mine would be. <laughs> yeah, let's just Probably... let's get off of this real quick. Mine would be hard drives in my ass. <laughs> uh, I want I want humans to be able to travel at the speed of light. Without without the assistance of anything, or just like rocket rockets, yeah, but not <laughs> just, just like if boots. I jump, I'm suddenly going. <laughs> <laughs> I want rockets to be able to go speed of light, if not extremely close to it. <laughs> I know that's probably not like feasible in the next, however many years I'm going to live for, but I want to see. I don't know why, so but just bad. the way you phrased it was just beautiful. <laughs> it was just I want rockets go speed of light. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I want, I want fast fire truck. <laughs> Me want fire truck go real quick. <laughs> Me want truck go zoom zoom. <laughs> so why want, why do you want, want long pole go fast? Yeah, why do you want to be able to travel at the speed of light? Like, what does that give us that we don't have currently? So I can take a day trip to the sun. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's always day there, so. It is always day there. Yeah, but I'm like relative Earth daytime. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> the sun, yeah, <laughs> mate. What do you mean the sun turns itself off after like seven o'clock? Yeah, that's why I said you'd go at night. Yeah, <laughs> you well, I want to see that. I don't want to see like a fucking shut off sun. I want to feel the fire. If you travel at the speed <laughs> of light, would you be able to do like a lap around the sun before it hurts you? Yes. Yeah. Would you? Yes. I feel like I feel you'd like... get close enough to the sun and vaporize instantaneously. 
I feel like traveling at the speed of light would probably hurt you. But traveling faster than the speed of light? <laughs> it's the speed of light paradox. Is bah, that bah, bah, kinda... bah. Well, I like to I like to think that um, you know, kind of changing how we look at it is the same kind of thing as like you know when you put your hand in water and then you put it in something hot and like the water stops you from like burning or anything like that to start with because yeah, it acts yeah, yeah. as like a, a barrier. Mm. Science. So would like traveling fast enough be like that kind of barrier? Like when you wave your hand over a Bunsen burner and you do it really quick and your hand doesn't burn. I feel but like doing that where you're playing chicken with the sun, essentially. <laughs> Wait, you're not running at each other. It's like the sun's there and you're you're about to fly into it or you're about to miss it. <laughs> but I'm still... It's essentially the same as playing chicken with the sun, though, isn't it? Like, you and the sun aren't just going to run at each other and then whoever stops first loses. It's you're trying to slingshot around the sun fast enough to not die. I feel like going around the sun at the speed of light will probably, like put you into the side of the spaceship and you'd probably die from getting crushed. But like going in a straight line at the speed of light, that's fair <laughs> Wear play. Wear a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> or the side, like the entire inside bit is just a round trampoline so you just bounce off the walls. <laughs> you just break your neck. Yeah. You, like, your foot gets caught in the springs. <laughs> like... <laughs> You're like, why did we put actual trampolines here? <laughs> now, mate, if we're travelling at the speed of light, we've got springless trampolines by then. You Holy shit, people... I never thought I needed a springless trampoline before. You can put people in those um, like those big rounds, uh, I can't remember what they're called, but like the, the like big balls where you can walk on water kind of things. Zorbs. Yeah, that's the ones. Just put yeah. them in those. And then... And then oh, maybe smart man. Scary, uh, trampolines. That's <laughs> <Little> fucking bubbles <laughs> <laughs> traveling at the speed of light. With just the dude inside it, just like, <laughs> just like <laughs> rotating at speeds unknown to man. <laughs> Comes back to Earth, and the, like his face is just like permanently pushed back from the G-force. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? How right? All right, so how? The sun, it takes the sun like, like eight minutes to get here or something, right? I think it's eight minutes, something yeah. like that. That's the speed of light, so it takes us eight minutes. So it's a 16-minute round trip to the sun and back, traveling at the That's speed of That's fucking light. awesome. That's so cool. What would you What would you do while you were there? Have a look. Just you can't really do a lot, could you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe film it. You'd need a fucking amazingly like steady camera for that though. Considering yeah, or like the be- the like fucking best shutter speed of all time. Yeah. You also can't look directly at it, so you'd have to film it and then look at the film later. Just wear sunglasses, idiot. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> we could we could get to Mars in three minutes if we travel in space. Cool. Like I'd just be like, yeah, I'm just popping up to Mars. <laughs> How cool to would Mars, that be? Do you want anything? <laughs> It's like popping down the fucking shops, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, if you could travel at the speed of light, just kind of any kind of travel would become very trivial. I tell you what I do. This is my master plan. Okay. Uh, Let me just do a quick search. Make sure someone hasn't stolen the egg. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Alright, so. From. Okay, okay. Yeah, so what I do is I'd get, like, a bunch of people 
and all the things like mud and shit you know okay and ground material mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'd go to pluto okay which would take roughly five and a half hours each way so pretty decent you know about the same same time it would take like to get mm. to wait Glasgow it takes five and a half hours there. i don't know yeah have, like what? in speed time is this the speed of light yeah Five but and a half hours. It takes, it takes three minutes, minutes to get, to, get to the sun. Yeah, but Pluto's fucking mega time away, isn't it? <laughs> Pluto is a mission away. <laughs> it'd be it'd be nineteen thousand <laughs> seconds. It's thirty nine. So a road trip. Okay. Thirty nine astronomical units. Okay. So I'd go to Pluto with a bunch of builders and loads of material. Okay. And I'd make it. I'd like just keep stacking shit onto it so that it can be counted as a planet. Sorry, are you saying that you're going to renovate Pluto? <laughs> not renovate, not renovate. Just like dump Upgrade. a load of shit onto it. Just, just keep piling on top of it. You know, like okay, that hill so story where. So why don't we where... just make Pluto a landfill site? Yeah, and then it can become a planet. A planet full of garbage. Well, it doesn't matter. No people live there, do they? Who the fuck would get renamed to Trash Planet at that point? Like, but it would have planet in the name. Yeah, and it would be a planet, and it'd be happy because it's a planet now. You're telling me you don't want Pluto to be happy, Ollie? Yes. <laughs> Where's your soul? I don't think Pluto would be happy if we just literally piled it, if we just caked it with layer upon layer of shit, you know? Yeah, but then it'd be a planet. It's a golden turd, but it's still a turd. Like, Yeah, but it's a planet turd. It's a planetary-sized turd. Okay. Yeah, see? That's interesting. Topo, how, I... how do you weigh in here? Well, I'm just looking up what why Pluto isn't a planet right now. It's too small, And right? Well, there are three... It's now classed as a dwarf planet rather than an actual planet. <laughs> and there are three criteria for this. Okay. Uh, it has to, has to be in orbit around the sun... Uh, I mean, it's it's doing that, so... Uh, right. has to have sufficient mass to assume hydrostatic equilibrium. So it has to have a near-round shape. Alright, so it's got two of the three, yeah? Uh, and it has cleared the neighbourhood around its orbit. Which is the one it doesn't have, apparently. <laughs> the neighbourhood. So it's yeah, it it's around bigger. with a shotgun. just comes from like the fucking ghetto or some shit like okay so it's not the planet <laughs> the planet isn't gravitationally dominant is the issue uh because there are other there are other planets in the nearby vicinity that are of similar size right oh so it's getting cucked basically so Pluto yeah loses out because it isn't the guy with the biggest dick yeah so you either need to so yeah if you if you add enough mass to Pluto, then yeah, it will become a planet again. But or we need to yeah, that, somehow add enough gone. mass to increase Pluto's gravitational pull. Or the other one is you could take out the other things, the other pla- other dwarf planets that are nearby it. So we eliminate planets oh, around yeah. Pluto. We could go on a planet Pluto hit mission. The last one standing. Yes. Okay. That's an even better idea than putting a load of shit on it. There is. There's another. Yeah. There's another planet that's bigger than Pluto that's nearby. 
but it's still oh, a dwarf. How about, planet. right? We just like get a big rope and pull that one towards it, and then they'll crash and they'll make one big hyper Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> this is a flawless plan, lads. Sorry, I just yeah. kinda, I, I just kind of zoned out, but is Brendan talking about lassoing a planet <laughs> into a planet to make a bigger planet? Yeah, uh, Xena. That's exactly exact. right. <laughs> right, okay, yep. Flawless. The old planet lasso strat. Yeah. I remember that one. Rush A, real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> P90 Rush B. Lasso two dwarf planets together to make a big one. You know, it's in the yeah, playbook. Yeah, we could call it Pluto Heart on the Planet now, in brackets. Wait, is this, are we making a film about this now as well? Oh, God. Yeah, this is part five of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is what Savage gets up to in his spare time. Fucking planet wrangling. I mean, he is a vampire, you know? He's got to do something to take up yeah. the time. He's a vampire that may or may not have gills as well. Do you reckon we can get Channing Tatum in it as well? For, Why do you want like, Channing Tatum in it? He can play Pluto. Yeah, oh, that's how we get... oh, of course. Oh, yes! <laughs> will play Pluto. <laughs> Starring Michael Cera as Samed Separate and Channing Tatum as Pluto. <laughs> it's like when uh, Noel Fielding, like... when, when he does the moon, oh, and he, yeah. just, like, he just puts like the, I don't know, what, like shaving cream, whatever it is on his face. Yeah. You, we just do, just do that. But with we can do it for all the planets as well. Oh, God. Alright, so who would Jupiter be? Ooh. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mercury's Jason Statham. I feel like Mars would be like um, Danny DeVito, something. Yes. Sure. All right, what else is that? What are the planets? I've forgotten them. Mercury. What? Did I say that one? Uh, no. Think so. Mercury can be. Um, fuck. I don't know. Nice. No. One, I mean, oh. no one really likes Mercury. So. Mercury isn't actually cast. Yeah, Mercury's not important. What's the Mercury's next one? not part mm. of the set. What about Earth? Earth, Earth yeah. is Mila Kunis. Al Gore. <laughs> Wait, so, sorry, what did you say, Holly? Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said Al Ghul. And I was just thinking of Rachel Al Ghul. Raz Al Ghul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean Liam Neeson? No, Raz Al Ghul. Oh, okay, yeah, nice. <laughs> Oh, please, let's not start talking about the fucking Sam Edge extended trilogy, because I'm actually going to start crying. Like, Yeah, that's fair enough. I think we should just... Uh, I think we should cut off here, because we've been on for... Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Digital Handshake Podcast. Uh, we've had a great time. Well, I have. I, I have as I'm well. sure everyone I've else has, too. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Because that was brilliant. fucking fantastic. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us, Topo. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been great fun. Uh, make sure to find us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Getting the name Stitcher. Stitcher. I always forget about Stitcher. And I'm Anchor sorry. FM. If anyone is actually and Anchor FM, if anyone is actually listening on Stitcher, I'm very sorry. <laughs> uh, feel free to contact us at digitalhandshakepod at gmail dot com. Uh... Do you want to do a quick recap? Yeah, so what have, what have we let's learned? see. What did we learn today? We learned that existential technophobia is a real thing. Existential technophobia exists. Uh, uh, the cows need to be turned into barcodes. Cows yeah. do need to be turned into barcodes. That's pretty important. The agricultural council is a real thing. 
Yes. Channing Tatum would make a brilliant Pluto. Yep. Uh, A female giant squid is 79 bananas long. That's about it. I thought there's one thing we're missing. Very educational. Yeah. Oh, Michael Sarah makes a very good submerged separate. Rolex don't have an underwater clock. <laughs> yeah. And we should get our own film studio because that was a fucking banging film idea. It really yes. should. Yeah. We should probably just, you know, write about that one. Yep. But yeah. That's uh, going in a typography. Hell yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching. And we'll catch you on the next episode. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.